You're listening to the Zoe Turner Podcast, business and mindset conversations that will help you move from fear and uncertainty to development and growth, so that you can crush both life and business. Please welcome your host, Zoe Turner. Today, I'm speaking to Stephen Summers. Stephen is the co-founder of Marketplace Superheroes, which is an online education and services company that helps people across the world how to sell their own products globally on Amazon from complete scratch. Welcome to the podcast today, Stephen. Well, thanks for having me here. Really excited, and I've learned a lot from you already this morning. It's a great idea to get people sharing stuff as it's happening, so nice one. Thank you so much. Stephen, let's get straight into this. Can we first talk about your journey and how you went from being an employee to a successful business owner and what were your personal struggles and challenges along the way? Sure, uh, there were lots. <laughs> so I am almost 33 years old, just for some context for anybody watching today who doesn't know me. And um, basically like a lot of people, I wanted to be in, I wanted to do a lot of different things as a teenager. And one of the big things I wanted to be was a musician. I went down that road for a number of years and got a job or tried for a few years, realized I probably wasn't good enough to make it in that industry. I'd been in my earlier 20s at that point. And I was like, you know, I really don't like this job. I didn't finish college, had limited skills at the time other than being able to like play a guitar and sing. <laughs> so I was like, you know, what am I going to do? And I started searching online, though, how to make money online, how to build a business online. Like a lot of people probably watching today, maybe you've done that before. And there was a lot of stuff I found that was really scammy, weird stuff. It was nothing that was like, you know, really buying into all these different programs, doing nothing with the material. And then luckily for me, my aunt heard that I was looking to get into business, and she introduced me to this guy called Robert, who my business partner to this day. And cut a long story short, I basically went and lived with Robert, uh, lived with my aunt and worked with Robert for almost a year, where he was showing how he was selling products on Amazon today. Like two warehouses, need lots of staff. But nonetheless, I learned how and cutting a long, long story short, we basically decided the business we had two warehouses staff. We thought get rid of those. Let's go all in selling on platforms like Amazon, who do a lot of the day-to-day stuff. We did that for a number of years, built a very successful business. And then, you know, a lot of people were teaching people how to sell on Amazon and stuff like that. We felt like we had our own unique way of doing things. Obstacles along the way, I had plenty of I was an absolute consumer. I heard lots of good ideas, but never implemented anything. And basically, I, that's why I got nowhere. And the second big thing as well that I would say that was a big shift for me and a big challenge was I used to think like I could like slash my way to wealth, meaning, you know, if I just stop drinking coffee, if I just stop going out for meals, if I just like cut back my lifestyle completely, I can make money, which makes no sense whatsoever. But that's the belief I had because that's what everybody was telling me. You need to become a savior. You need to do all these things. I realized, you know, ultimately my problem was uh, I didn't have enough skills. I was not somebody because I just didn't know how to make money. And so they were some of the big things. Obviously, lots more we can talk about. But that's kind of like the story. Many people try Amazon and eBay. People start something and then they don't finish. It doesn't really take off. What mm-hmm. advice would you give to these people? So I had the same problem. And the real problem that I had, which I think a lot of people also have, is that there's an expectation that's been brought into the internet, which is that you can start from nothing and you can have this huge business be successful 
in like a month, two months, three months or whatever. And it goes for any business online, not just like an Amazon or eBay style business. And so the real issue that we actually have at the moment in the world, no patience, but the reality is that the most successful people in history, whenever they're making money and building their own wealth, it's taken them a number of years in order to do that. And this is the very same thing here. You can't really free yourself from the job fully in any business. It's going to take you one, maybe two years, or all in to really like have that full freedom be true at time and time and time again. So that's the thing. Have more patience. Have a longer term outlook is 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 the big thing. I think then as well on from that, you know, understanding that an e-commerce business takes real investment of money in order to get products into stock, and then it takes time to get you get. Takes time to get produced, takes time to ship them in, stuff like that. So it's a lot. You gotta have patience to start as well. And it's just understanding that you're learning specific skills. Not that's the big thing. Like what skills you're learning, a product research and uh, listing your products, and um, even some PPC and stuff like that. These are really vital skills and valuable skills as well. The problem with pretty much most courses out there, most people out there, quick money, quick results. And sometimes. Yeah, you can be operational in literally a matter of hours and be up and running. But most businesses just take time. And that's just how it is. And most people, fortunately, they don't want that to be the truth, but it is the truth, you know? Thank you. Is it a good time to get started on Amazon at the moment? There's a lot of businesses that uh, have seen themselves like go bust. People are realizing that they, as well, in addition to that, possibly need a, an additional income stream. Yeah. Is it a good time right now to get started? Right now, uh, some people would say, like, yes and no. I would say absolutely. And people would, of course, say, oh, of course you would say that. But I'll break it down. I mean, you kind of have to look at it and say that e-commerce, just before this whole thing kicked off uh, that we're in right now, Corona and everything, you know, e-commerce was about 14% of total retail sales as, as it stood, right? It's a very small percentage. But of those 14% of retail sales that were online, 50% of those were made by Amazon. So Amazon is the biggest platform in the world in e-commerce by a mile, number one. Number two then, the types of products that people sell on Amazon that we teach, like it would be very difficult for you to get people to your website to make money from those specific types of products based on your price point and also the type of products. We're talking about the things that cover the feet of a washing machine. Like, that's how, that's how exciting, uh, not exciting these products are, but also like building a whole business around those kinds of products on your own store, it's difficult to affordably get people back there. So Amazon's a, a great place because you have a marketplace of millions of people who want to buy your stuff and you put your products in front of them. We obviously teach the whole process about how you identify products and stuff like that. Right now, even during this whole coronavirus thing, Amazon hired over 100,000 new employees just so they can keep up with the demand for products on the platform. It by far they're the winners in this whole like bad situation simply because people now have seen like whenever the world stopped, Amazon kept going and they kept on selling products. I could keep buying stuff there. I was able to get essential supplies from there that I couldn't even get in some in some stores. Also, people now know when they when they actually shop on Amazon, they get like a Prime account. So a Prime account, for anybody who doesn't know, it means you get faster shipping on anything you buy. You also get access to things like Prime Video, which is kind of like Netflix or for Amazon, mm -hmm. and so much more. And so like when you sell on Amazon the way we teach it, and you send your products into Amazon, and they're held in stock there, you basically become like Amazon, meaning Amazon ship out your products on your behalf. They'll do the customer support on your behalf. 
And when somebody comes onto Amazon, they can see Amazon are shipping it out and they can see, well, I have a Prime account, so I actually can get the, uh, the advantage, I get all the advantages here of Amazon. So yeah, it's a brilliant time to start selling on Amazon. Uh, and I think e-commerce in general, as a whole, is, is going to grow rapidly because of what's just happened. Thank you. Let's talk about the mindset strategies that you put in place to help you go from zero to eight figures in less than five years. Many of them. I would say the big one is what I mentioned earlier on just to begin with is that it's a philosophy I have now that I learned from a book called, it's a bit of a weird title. It's called The Millionaire Fast Lane by MJ DeMarco. Mm. Brilliant book. He talks about that idea of becoming the producer, not the consumers. That's the one big one. Uh, other mindset things that I've, that I've gone through really then on from that, it's like changing up from how much is it going to cost me to how much is this going to make me, for example. That's one simple reframe most people do not have in their mental toolkit. And that's what holds a lot of people back. Uh, also understanding that time is money, actually, and understanding that you know you can shortcut your learning dramatically by working with a mentor, by investing in a mentor, by investing in online programs that are the right ones for you. I am testament to, to that. Uh, I, I invest a lot of money in my personal education still and the reason i do that is because i have to stay relevant i've got to keep learning what's going on in the world I've got to keep on improving my skills in order to be able to have the impact that i'm looking to have so that's another big thing investing in education not looking at the cost i think then as well another big one so many but I mean, another big one for me is taking full responsibility for your life going forward people blame government they blame environments they blame circumstances Really, what you have to understand is that everything you want is on the other side of you taking responsibility. And actually, I see people even right now during this whole period of time, yes, there's some people that mentally just shouldn't be doing anything other than looking after themselves and getting better. And there's a lot of rest right now in the world. But at the same time, there's loads and loads and loads of people who talked about the fact that they want to have a business for many years. They have more time now because maybe they're on a break from work and they're waiting to go back. And there's people out there saying, like, oh, this is a great holiday. Like, isn't this a great break? And really, like, that's not the attitude. You, you, that's not the attitude you can have if you want to be successful. You take full responsibility and be like, well, I'm on furlough right now. That's not good. But this is the time for me to take my time, invest it, and actually get something going. We have such a window of opportunity here to really make things happen in our lives. And um, if people aren't utilizing that, they're missing, they're missing a great thing here. There can be. And I think as well, that some really great things will come of this whole tough period. Obviously, there's lots of negative as well. I'm not, I'm not saying there isn't. There absolutely is because you, you, know, you, you have to be real and just be like, look, if you're a hotel, if you're a restaurant, if you're mm -hmm. a bar, this is a bad period of time. But also, you don't know something, one of the biggest things I think a lot of people realized is, I. you mentioned earlier on too, Zoe, I had all my eggs in one basket for too long. I had all my eggs in a job basket that now when the economy changed, I, I that's the first thing that went for me. And so I feel like you know, years and years and years ago, everybody was like an entrepreneur, even at a micro level. Like more people had independent stores. They were independent business owners. And I definitely see... A move back to that in some way where almost like the internet can become this high street of old where you can have all these micro businesses all over the world now that maybe you couldn't have before like you can be, you can be interested in 
the most random stuff like and you could build a business around it nowadays simply because the internet enables you to bring all of people interest in that narrow thing to one place whereas if you like down i live in a town called wexford in ireland and you know there's a local shop and i hope they do well but i think we'll struggle they do things like you know those little toy figurines for like warhammer and stuff like that some of you guys might know about i don't know much mm -hmm. about it is that is a very limited number of people in Wexford who will buy enough from that shop in order for it to stay uh, viable. Whereas on the internet, because you've got people from all over the world, you can make that work a lot easier now. And so with Amazon as well, coming back to, to that topic, like if you sold the thing over the fever washing machine in a local town, you have a very limited number of customers. Sure, people will buy it, but it's limited. Whereas when you go on to Amazon, and everybody is on there looking for those products, even more globalized, and that's just going to continue. You have to go with it, go with it, or if you go against it, you're going to you're going to lose long term here. You know. Realistically, how long can it take for you to become financially independent as an Amazon seller, so Depends. you can leave your your job? Yeah, it really depends. You know, I mean, like if you start an Amazon-based business or any business for that matter, which you know, five hundred dollars or pounds or a thousand pounds, it's going to take you a long time. And the real and the reason that is, if that's all you're prepared to put in, it's going to take you time because the best will in the world, you're going to double your original investment when you sell out. How, your long, how long is a long time? Well, the, well, if you only put in five hundred or a thousand dollars, it's going to take years. Whereas, again, I can't give an exact figure because there's just too many variables here. But I would say I've seen people, I actually just did a video for my YouTube channel this morning with one of our, uh, he, you know, he actually is one on our team now, but he was a client for a long time, Ali. And Ali in, you know, two, in, in two years, Ali had enough revenue and profit to quit his job. He was working in Houston airport as a, a flight, a guy who's in security. He wasn't making very much money, right? But he put money into his business every single month. There's other people out there who have a lot more like money just sitting in the bank. Right now, in your savings, you're getting less than 1%. You're losing money on your savings. And I'm not saying don't have savings, but if you think that savings is going to make you money long-term, you're, you're crazy. Those people take you know, a small amount to begin with just to prove the concept. Once they prove the concept, they could put in you know, 10, 20 grand over a period of time. And in a year, they could have enough that they're, they have a full-time income. You know, so it depends what is a full-time income as well. If you're looking for 10, 20 grand a month, that's a different story. Whereas if you're looking for something that's going to make you two grand, five grand a month extra, that can be done in a very short period of time. But you have to put money. So, yeah, people are thinking about doing this, going all in, I guess, is the way to do it and being prepared to, to make that initial investment. Yeah, any, any, it doesn't matter. Like, we run so many different types of companies now. Like, our freight company, for example, do you know, like, we have warehouses in the US, UK, Australia. And the only way we could do that is we had to put hundreds of thousands into that business. Like, you know, I mean, I'm, nobody has to do that to get an Amazon business off the ground. But that's what it takes to build a real business. Like, I'll ask you a question, Zoe. In wherever, where you live right now, like, how much would it cost you, roughly, we're not going to be accurate here, but to start a coffee shop where you live, how much would it cost you the assistance? I really don't know. So, to start a coffee shop, I mean, it's going to cost a lot of money to get the trade license, to get the premises. You're right. talking like thousands and thousands of pounds, a lot more than 10,000 and 20,000 pounds, that's for sure. Yeah, it's, it's anywhere from 50 to 100 grand. Like it just is because it has to be. And you're selling lattes or three, 
quid, you know, you're not, you're selling things that are low cost, right? And low price as well. So it's going to take a long time for that to be viable. Whereas, whereas the problem that we have is we call this the coffee shop reality. And on the other side, you can start with a very relatively limited amount of money and build a really cool, simple business on a platform like Amazon. And yes, there's pros and cons, like it's Amazon's platform, it's not your platform. I know all that. But at the end of the day, like if you say to me, I just want to make another two grand a month, so simple to do that because you got to break it down as well, right? And you got to, let's say it's three grand just to keep it easy for easy calculation. Like you're only talking about, you know, a hundred crude numbers, a hundred dollars pounds a day in net profit in order to make three grand a month. That's all you're talking about. And if you want to look at that in sales, then you're looking at about $300 or pounds a day because about 30% of that is going to be your profit, right? For tax, obviously. And so it's crude numbers, let's say, probably going to be a little bit more. Let's just say it was $300 uh, or pounds a day in sales and your average sales price is like 20, 30, you know, it's anywhere from 10 to 15 sales a day, uh, you know, ish, right? So it doesn't take a whole lot to get to a decent income on Amazon. The problem is, People will tell you they want to make 30 grand a month net profit. And I'm going to tell you something. I've made that kind of money personally. And it's the stupidest thing in the world because you pay most of it in tax. And it doesn't make any sense. Or so what a lot of people actually want is they just want to have freedom. They want to have choices. They don't necessarily need 300 grand a year, right? Some people do, but they might live in a really expensive country. Most people don't need anything like that. It's just that the internet and the Lamborghini guys – they make us believe that we want 300 grand a year when we don't really. We just want to have freedom, be able to get up in the morning, have a coffee and do whatever the hell we want, you know? Stephen, what's the number one mistake that people make in e-commerce? Number one mistake that startups make? Yeah, it's definitely going to be that they don't they do one or two things. They don't spend very much time on product research, number one, uh, and or they, as a result of that, they get involved in overly competitive products. So we sell really, really like non-competitive items and we're looking to sell a small number of those products in a number of different Amazon countries at the same time. So we don't just sell on Amazon.com. We sell in the UK, Germany, France, Italy, Spain, all over the place. And we can still send our products to Amazon's warehouses and do all that stuff I mentioned earlier on, which is really cool. Now, uh, when you have something that's small, low, like it's, it's not got that much competition, it's making a small number of sales every day. When you have a number of different countries going, you can make a significant amount of money. That's like a preface to this whole point. So therefore, we're not looking to get into overly competitive supplements and things like that that like are traditionally incredibly competitive. We're actually going the other way. What are products that are selling a small amount that are not that competitive? Problem is, there's this, I don't know, I don't know what it is, but it's like there's this kind of like thing out there which says, you should only sell the most competitive products because that's where all the money is. But it's also where all the competition is. So we teach all of our clients to go the other way and sell much less com competitive stuff, stuff that people aren't even interested in because everybody is rushing to the most competitive products. And that goes for any business you can ever go into. So that's a big mistake I see uh, because if you want to get into really competitive items, you better not be a beginner. You better be somebody who understands pay traffic at a very advanced level. You understand you have a lot of money and you're prepared to go deep in order to succeed. Whereas when you go the other way, we're talking about some of our members don't even advertise their products. They're just people from the platform because they're looking for them and the offers that are out there, they're awful. So that's a big change I think people should consider. Just even ask that question. 
why do I want to sell the most competitive stuff, you know? How do you go about choosing the products to sell? There's a, there's a huge um, learning curve to that, but at a very basic level, we look at products that are less competitive on the Amazon platform and, and I kind of have a few different criteria to them. So, for example, if you go to Amazon right now and you type in, like, plastic shoebox, and then you, you search on the left-hand side of the page, you'll see one of 3,000 results or one of 10,000 results, which means basically that, you know, three or 10,000 people are looking for uh, – there's listings of that amount which have the words plastic shoebox in them, right? That's an important thing just to understand. Whereas if you type in something like carboy carrier, which is this like little strap thing, you know, last thing you use when you're like um, making cider and stuff like that. Uh, I didn't know what it was until I was researching it. Point is like there's like 200 results for that. So we're looking for something that has less than a thousand results that for that keyword. And I'll, I'll tell you how we find it. And number two then, there's a thing on Amazon called the bestseller rank. So it just tells you out of all the products on Amazon in that category, where does that product sit? And we look for products that go up as much as thirty to 50,000. Anywhere from 50,000 down to 10 to zero, we'll take a look at it. And 30,000 to zero, we'll take a look at it. We start going over 50,000, 30, you know, 30 to 50,000, if you're into 60, 70, 80, 90, 100,000, BSR, say home and kitchen, it's not that interesting to us. So that's another little rule that we have as well. Now, there's a whole bigger process to it, but that's the first two things you got to understand. Then how do we find those ideas? Well, we go initially to the top 100 of, say, like the home and kitchen category, and we literally start taking some of those products, take those little keywords, uh, we call it a generic keyword, we open another tab, we start searching how many results, what's the BSR look like? And typically, in the top 100, we won't find anything that is interesting. What we do then is we start looking at what products are related to that product. So when you're on the product listing page, you can scroll down, you can see sponsored products related to this item or whatever. People also bought these items. And we basically start to find all these weird and wonderful products that are related to those items that people are already buying, but they just, they're just not as popular as the other ones. So that at a very basic level is what we're doing. Obviously, there's a bit of a learning curve to it, but we're looking for proven sellers. People already are buying them. Just the offers are out there, the listing, the product itself. It could be so much better, and we're looking to come in and just improve those, essentially. Thank, thank you. You've given some great tips there, actually, for anyone who was actually thinking about getting started on Amazon. You've just given a few really kind of golden nuggets there for them to yeah. get started with. Yeah. I know somebody, a friend of mine, has a friend who's been a seller on Amazon for a while, and she makes about $50,000 selling balloons. Yeah. Can you believe it? I, I believe it. $1,000 a month selling balloons. I know. Uh, we used to sell, uh, we don't anymore because they kind of were too competitive now. We used to sell vacuum storage bags back in the day. And I remember just like we would have a container of those things coming in pretty much every month, 40 foot container, and it would be gone very quickly. For myself, um, I remember wanting to get started on Amazon probably about a year and a half ago. And I did the course. And I consumed a lot of the content. Uh, I didn't actually pay for the course. I have to hold my hands up. It was an expensive course, but somebody gave it to me. I won't say what it was, but I got lost at the BSR. That is where the bestsellers rank. And I researched loads. And, and I think that's where being part of a supportive group 
where yeah. you've got kind of people to, you know, you can ask people questions. That's, you know, rather than, you know, just kind of getting given courses or going through YouTube and absorbing all the free content. I think you really need that one-on-one -on -one support if you're going to succeed. Yeah, I, I, I think that's true. Uh, a lot of that is very true. And I would say, here's the thing. There's loads of information out there, right? We're drowning in information nowadays. So if it was all about information, as the saying goes, uh, li librarians would be billionaires, right? So it's not just about information or having information. It's about a couple of other things. Number one is doing something with the information. That's critical. And as you just said, yeah, like you need support. Like what the biggest thing I see all the time with our members is people struggle pulling the trigger because they have so many beliefs about failure and things like that that we've been taught since we're children uh, that, that take away our power completely. And so what we find is we take business skills in our companies, but really like we're like almost like a personal development business, really. We have mm. to have pack all these beliefs so that you would have enough belief to actually pull the trigger on a product. So there's so much support in that area required. And also other things like people want us to take a look at the product so we can validate it. We have little services like that where we can take a look at it and we can give you better feedback on it and stuff like that. Yeah, you do all that. Because without that, you're just going to go through a course and you're going to feel very alone. And also, yeah. I would also say, we built a freight company. This is actually our freight shirt here and uh, superhero freight. And the reason we built that was because importing stuff from China, it's very difficult. You know, There's lots of steps. Uh, freight orders are awful. And we we're like, hey, we've got thousands of students. Why don't we just run our own containers into our containers and we can save them a bunch of money and just make it super easy. So we've done things like that. You know, we have an online app and everything where people can go on and book their shipping with us and stuff like that. So we are constantly trying to take the barriers down for people. Uh, and of course, that's just, it takes down some barriers, but really what people really need, and that's what we built is, they're gonna need all these supporting services when they get going. Because without those, you know, it's all well and good even knowing how to find products, but if you can't import the damn thing, who cares? You know? Talk about private label. Would you say it was better to private label your products, set yeah. up, establish your own product, or sell other people's products? Yeah, I mean, it all, again, it all depends. Uh, we teach private label because we believe it's where you have the most control. It's your own product. You know, uh, you get your own brand on it. So you've got your own IP as well. You've got real value there. And you can obviously sell if you want to sell it in the future. I've seen a lot of people sell their brands and sell their Amazon businesses too. Uh, whereas if you're wholesaling and selling other people's products, we do do that in a way in our business. We have a process called Invasion where we actually become European distributors of U.S. companies, U.S. brands. It's a really cool opportunity that is there now because of how Amazon operate. But anyway, uh, typically our main course, we're teaching private label for those reasons of control. And honestly, it's worth it. You know? Yeah, and that's what excites me about selling on Amazon is actually creating your own brand, creating your own business, your own brand. And that is definitely something that from a personal point of view that I would like to get into. Yeah, well, you've got something as well, you see, which a lot of people don't have, is like you're building your own platform as well. And that's something to consider too. Like, I mean, when you have your own platform, like you're building, you have eyeballs, you know? So there's different products and things like that that you could like launch to your community that a lot of our members don't have that ability because they're just selling on Amazon. They're just using Amazon's traffic. There's so much you can do when you have uh, traffic like this as well. And, you know, you could even have a whole line of t-shirts and whatever, which is totally nothing to do with Amazon, but it's a physical product nonetheless. 
because you've evolved as well, you know. So it's yeah. Thank you. I do actually have a product in, product in mind. Sourced all the ingredients. What would you say were the number three skills that an individual needs to succeed on Amazon? Well, product research, no doubt. That's the key, key, key skill. Uh, the second skill uh, with time will be PPC, which is pay-per-click advertising on Amazon. We don't do pay-per-click on other platforms for Amazon products typically. Sometimes some of our members do. Uh, it's, but it's the PPC platform on Amazon is great. But again, product research is one because if you've got a crappy product that's too competitive, it's not going to work on PPC anyway because it's just too competitive. So product research is like the big domino. Uh, Those that don't know, PPC is? Pay-per-click advertising, yeah. Pay-per-click. So obviously that just means that on the Amazon platform, uh, your product, let's just say, like on Google, you launch it and then all of a sudden it's on page 10, let's just say. Well, you can say to Amazon, hey, I'd like to give you some money. Uh, every time someone clicks on my advertisement, if you can just put it in front of the people I want to sell to, I'll pay you every time they click on my ad. And so that's why it's called pay per click because they obviously just pay every time the person clicks. So uh, that's a great skill to learn in time. As I mentioned, though, some of our members don't even need any Amazon PPC to be successful. They just have a product that people want and other people, you know, there's not very much competition. And I would say the other skill would be so many of them, trying to pick three for you. I would say the third one would just be, yeah, creating listing, uh, creating product listings that will bring you the most amount of buyers possible. Meaning like knowing what keywords you should put on there so people will find you, knowing how to write good bullet points, descriptions, knowing what types of images you need for your product to get it to convert, that's huge. And I'll give you a bonus skill, which is just reporting, you know, watching your sales, seeing how long it's gonna take you to get your product in stock, make sure you stay in stock. They would be the four big ones. And obviously there are things that most people have no clue how to do, because I didn't. And it's totally normal that you don't know, but at least now that you have some awareness, you can kind of start to say, oh, where would I find, how can I learn about research? Where can I go? Uh, we have tons of stuff on YouTube that you guys can check out for free, just to get a feel for the process as well. Thank you. Also for a lot of people that haven't got a, um, that much experience in Amazon, would you say it would be useful for them to hire a VA? Yeah, I wouldn't uh, straight away because the big mistake of business as a whole is, I mean, the, the simple example for most people is going to be like, like say yourself, right? Let's say you're teaching what you're teaching and you're getting your message out there. You go and you hire someone to do your Facebook ads, for example, let's say you're doing Facebook advertising. And the problem there is that when you don't understand anything about Facebook ads, you have no idea what to look out for. You have no idea if you're doing a good job or not. I did that for a long time, so I know. Uh, and the same thing with Amazon. If you don't know how product research works, if you don't know how any of it works, it's impossible to know. Like that VA, let's say they, it took them, let's say it took them or her 40 hours to find a good product or something, right? You'd be like, is that the right amount of time or is that too long? Too, I, I have no idea because I don't know. So I would say to everybody, go through the process yourself first. And when you have a full understanding of it, that's when you have a source. Uh, it'll be much better for you. So basically roll your sleeves up and get stuck in yourself. Yeah. Get stuck in first and then time, in time you start to hand off stuff then. Yes. Okay. Thank you. What should people be doing in 2020 that no one else is saying? Oh, that's a good question. I would say uh, investing is one thing in a business. I, I, mm -hmm. I, 
most people, not everybody, but most people who are watching this, that's what they should be doing. Should looking at how they can invest to get a business going. And investing is not just money. Remember, it's time, effort, you know, all of that, opportunity cost, etc. So I would I would do that first. Improve your skills. That's huge. Like not enough people are focusing on skills. Even if you're don't have any interest in starting your own business and you're looking just to thrive in the workplace for the next number of years, you're gonna have to understand a lot of these online technologies, like the amount of businesses out there who never use Zoom, for example, or StreamYard, what we're on today, and now they have to is unreal. And if you don't upskill yourself now and become au fait with the modern technologies, you're gonna be left behind massively. So investing in business, investing in skills, they're the big things. And then I think on from there, building your network, right? Your network is so, so critical. It's it's unreal. And I have people in my network now where I could call, and I could be like, I want to start this new business. Hey, I know you've got this audience. Let's go do it. And I could get it going. Whereas without a network, you've got nobody you can call upon. You, it's, it's all about people. The one thing I think we've noticed with this corona thing has been that, and so the world is run by people. People do run the world. And a lot of the reason the world works is because of people. And so if you don't have a network of people who you can draw upon, create relationships with, create opportunities with, you're going to struggle. So that'd be another big thing I'd, I'd recommend. Thank you so much, Stephen. You've given some really good information here, Stephen. If anyone's considering getting started on Amazon, where can they find you? Uh, so if you go to marketplacesuperheroes.com, that's a really good place to start. Just free training and stuff like that there. Our YouTube channel, Marketplace Superheroes, tons. Like I make three videos a week. Uh, we have lots of good stuff that we put up there all the time. Uh, people actually are like, you know, you should be charging for some of the stuff you put on there. Uh, but again, that's all part of what we do. And then third thing, you can go Instagram, Stephen J. Summers. Hit me up, send me a DM. There you have it, guys. Thank you to everyone that has tuned in and that has listened. And thank you so much for your time, Stephen. Well, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. I know how much effort it is to, to do these things. So thanks for having me on. I, I really appreciate it.